Center State CEO is Central New York's leading business leadership and economic development organization, committed to creating a region where businesses thrive and all people prosper. Welcome to a special expert mini-series for Center State CEO's podcast, TalkCNY on Click, presented by NDT Bank, where we share the latest news and information on topics ranging from community and workforce development to policy and innovation. Take a moment right now to subscribe in your listening app for new episode reminders. In this episode, we have a national expert in burnout prevention and management joining us. Colleen Blake-Miller is a registered psychotherapist, mental wellness coach, and international keynote speaker based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Colleen works to combine her advanced degrees in psychotherapy and divinity to embolden individuals to live full and healthy lives. Colleen regularly speaks at conferences and programs across North America when she's not working with her clients in one-on-one and group settings. She is also the author of The Life Map, an easy-to-follow guide to realizing and fulfilling your life's purpose. I'm your host, Kate Hammer, business coach and member at Center State CEO. Colleen, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Kate. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited that you're here because I think you have some great answers to supply us on a topic that seems to be coming up an awful lot over the past few years, especially uh, during COVID and maybe during this potentially post-COVID era, if we want to call it that, but just Mm -hmm. with all of the change and how we are working from home in the office or maybe back and forth. So what I'm talking about is the issue of burnout. How do we prevent it? What do we do when we're faced with it? How can we support colleagues or staff who are moving into a season of burnout or trying to get out of one? So let's get started with just Mm -hmm. what is it? Like, let's just go ahead and define it first to make sure we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. How do you know if you're burned out? Well, I think it's important for you to be aware of how you're doing physically, mentally, emotionally, just in general. And when you have that awareness, then you are able to make note of changes that are happening, changes that aren't aren't like normal for you or aren't aren't typical. So uh, burnout would be when you're at a place, I guess, of like depletion, when you are feeling you're at the end of your of your rope, mentally, emotionally, it, it could be physically. And symptoms can be different for each individual, but often some common symptoms are things like feeling maybe anxious, feeling maybe that that you're physically like you're not yourself, maybe you're experiencing headaches, maybe you're noticing you're not able to sleep, a uh, lack of motivation to do the things you generally have enjoyed. you know, in in the past, or or like, you know, of yourself to enjoy feeling like you don't really have energy around that something that other people might not be able to to look from a distance and see in you, but you noticing yourself maybe becoming more cynical about, you know, your work, about Mm -hmm. life, about kind of have previously been important to you. Those are some of the signs that indicate that you might be hitting burnout. Okay. Yeah. Cynicism. Man, you know, I do sometimes think like that we associate just that feeling of, oh, I don't feel like doing a thing today, but, you know, obviously it can show up in other ways too. I think that's such an important one to note 
just that feeling of frustration mm -hmm. and negativity in your environment toward others, toward your organization, things like that. So if you yeah. are noticing these signs and you haven't really hit a wall, you're not you know, deep in it yet, what are some things that you can do to make sure that you don't continue onto that path of burnout? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, remember, you know, we're holistic beings. So thinking about what are the things that kind of give you a sense of fulfillment? What are some of the things that help to like bring, you know, energy into you? So remembering to plug into some of those things. So if you're someone, I, I recently had a huge life transition and our family moved from Canada to the US and now we're in a new space, new community and our family system is shifted. And so I found myself indoors way more frequently than I have been in the past. And so uh, noticing like, hmm, I just don't feel like myself as often. A simple thing like making sure that I'm getting out of the house daily. It could be to do a, a quick walk instead of working up in the room that I do my exercises in. Um, getting out, getting fresh air, going to like grab groceries instead of having the groceries delivered, those kinds of things. So, I mean, I'm using that as an example for myself mm -hmm. thinking for yourself what are some of the things that actually bring me a sense of fulfillment bring me a sense of joy and trying to be very intentional about about doing those things oftentimes what burns us out are our responsibilities you know things like work but uh, maybe like the actual like your nine to five or your business if you're an entrepreneur but think about other things that you consider to be work so if you you know think about maybe domestic things around the house, other things that are your responsibility. They're the have to do's. You want to be mindful about pouring yourself into things that you don't have to do, things that you enjoy doing. It could be a hobby. It could be something with friends, something, you know, within, you know, your network that puts a smile on your face and it's a lighter load on you. Those are some ideas of things that you should be considering. I mean, if things are really, really bad and you're beginning to have a hard time, let's say performing at work, getting things done, getting out of bed, mm -hmm. navigating your mood and then I would, I would suggest talking to a professional, uh, talking to your family doctor first, and then perhaps considering speaking with a therapist to kind of strategize with you on, on some ideas for how you can navigate that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, gosh, mm -hmm. so often we feel like we have to figure things out ourselves that we think we should, that maybe there's something wrong with us, that there's some deficit if we don't have those solutions top of mind. But I think that's such a great point, mm -hmm. you know, looking outward toward experts, getting the help that we need, whether it's through a therapist or some other sort of resource. Like I know, for example, you offer the Wellness Village, which is a, a mm -hmm. big community of mostly women who are trying to ensure things like not getting into a season of burnout. Can you tell us actually a little bit more about Wellness Village? Well, you know, I'll say this, that this idea of it takes a village, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's outdated. I think it's very relevant still. We yeah. often say the quote we hear is it takes a village to raise a child. But I don't think we ever lose the need for our village. And so for me, in the work that I do, I kept hearing a lot of the clients that I was working with talking about feeling um, isolated. And mind you, we did 
to start this community in the in the height of the pandemic in in 2020 that summer you know it was really like a response to the community that i was serving in to say you know something let's actually be intentional about gathering like-minded individuals who are wanting to focus on their wellness right emotionally mentally physically spiritually and be very you know careful to create curriculum and create workshops that help to have them keeping their wellness at like front of mind so mm -hmm. we all want to feel good we all want to feel well we want to feel fulfilled in our lives we want to you know achieve goals and 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 see improvement in all aspects of our life but it doesn't just happen organically it has to be intentional we have to set things in place carve it out carve our lives out in a way that allows for those things to come to us so that's a space that i have been in for the last year and a bit or two years and, and have been just thoroughly thoroughly enjoying serving a community in that way and i also get gained so much from it too because you learn and grow together in community yeah 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 i love that and just that idea of having peers around i mean i think you know, the situations vary what your needs are. And maybe it's both. Maybe it's some one-on-one -on -one assistance. Maybe it's getting into a group and seeing, you know, some of those common issues appear in your cohort, like, you know, in your peers and feeling less alone in that way. So yeah, yeah I, I love both of those suggestions. And so we talked a little bit about how to recognize if you're entering into a time of burnout, some things that you can do to prevent that from progressing well, what about when you're recognizing that in a colleague, if you are seeing those signs or symptoms of burnout and someone you're working with and someone who maybe reports to you, how can you show support mm -hmm. and how can you really show up in a meaningful way? Mm -hmm. So important. It's really important to, to talk to the people who you're doing life with and, and doing life isn't just outside of work. It includes work because we spend so much of our time. I think it's it's going to be hard to broach a subject like this with someone who you have no rapport with, you know, no relationship. And so here's the plug for building meaningful relationships even at work so that when you do notice your colleague is, I don't know, like extra snippy, you know, yeah. over the last few weeks, uh, really yeah. kind of not themselves, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you hear them connecting with, with, with clients in a way that's like what's like not just it's not that it's not it's not professional it's not you you know it's not what what i what i know of you to be able to check in with them and sort of say how are you doing and i'm noticing you know you feel you seem tense it seems like you're you're not yourself and really giving them the opportunity to share and open up uh, i guess as much as they feel comfortable kind of talking talking with you about What's going on with them and then perhaps it, it might be a time that you can um suggest or recommend like okay why don't we instead of having lunch at our desk let's actually go out let's 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 get away from the 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 screen and and do something that's a little less heavy within the workspace i think in order to support people you've got to have a, a a connection in some way if they respect you really they genuinely care about them, then they're not likely going to be honest with you. You know, and then of course, when it comes to people's boundaries, sometimes you see someone that you 
that you recognize might be struggling, but they're not ready. They're not, they're not a place where they, where they're comfortable talking about it. And that's hard to, to, to watch, but waiting uh, for that time for them to feel comfortable sharing with them that you're there for them and open to connecting with them and, and talking with them and what you're noticing. And when they're ready to, to express and talk, then being able to recommend or refer them to a resource of some, of some kind. I mean, you don't have to be the expert. It's just a matter of saying, Hey, like, let's talk about it. Oftentimes people have ideas already internally of what they need to probably be doing, but they're not doing it because there's no accountability. So just entering into conversations sometimes with people can be helpful. Yeah. 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 I love that approach to the individual. And I think that's just such terrific advice to be considerate of what is the relationship at, at all times so that when things are difficult for any number of reasons that you can address them definitively, that you can actually have those conversations with some chance of, you know, people opening up on both ends. Outside of the individual, mm-hmm. when we think about it more as about the culture of the office space, how can an employer mm-hmm. make that sort of conversation more tenable, make it feel like it's something that's approachable. How can an employer talk about mental wellness and burnout in that space or not necessarily even talk about it, but like what, or what even can be done to just normalize that this is something that people are going to be dealing with, that there are going to be issues that come up so that when they do, it doesn't feel like the first time. Well, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to happen. Right? We all, we, we don't have to have burnout. I know some industries are prone for that. But I think not waiting to see the building on fire before offering solutions. It's sort of like, okay, well, we know that we're working with people. We're not Mm -hmm. working with robots. People are like holistic beings and they need to have all aspects of, of their person considered, even in a work environment. And so what are we doing to really promote wellness? What are we doing to promote healthy balance, like work-life balance within our organization? Having a lot of conversation about that. What are we doing within our company to really promote and support the mental health of our employees? You don't want to wait to see your employees struggling and suffering to then say, hey, try this, try that. People are not going to respond as well to that because if they see work as a source of, of their of their burnout, maybe in a lack of support at work, then mm-hmm. sometimes they, they become resentful and feel kind of like, oh, you're just trying to put a Band-Aid on a much bigger issue. So I think considering yeah. the whole person within you know sort of the the fabric of your of your organization and promoting and thinking about their wellness and and provide making it easily accessible for for your for your staff or your employees and then talking about it openly i think you can go far you can go a long way in terms of normalizing people's experiences with burnout, when you as a leader start talking about how you maybe have navigated burnout, how you have maybe navigated having like mental or emotional depletion, and what are the things that you've done to to kind of come back from that? What are the things you're currently doing to mm-hmm. to help to support that not happening again? I think mm-hmm. those are some examples of things that would be really helpful for your organization. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, being mindful of being transparent, I think you know, that's a great point that it can be as simple as sometimes just sharing your own story and your own history 
to help to normalize a thing Absolutely. and make it feel like an approachable subject. Colleen, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with us about how to recognize burnout, what to do when you're faced with it, and also how to support your colleagues if you're noticing that they might be dealing with burnout as well. Thanks for having me, Kate. This is great. Center State CEO's podcast, Talk CNY, is presented by NBT Bank and is available on centerstateceo.force.com slash click in all major podcast platforms. After each episode, you can join us on Click, where we'll continue to chat about this topic and provide additional resources and links. In Click, you can also listen or watch every episode in this series of Talk CNY. Click is Center State CEO's interactive digital chamber platform where our members connect, learn, and receive support from our staff. For new episode reminders, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast listening app. If you're enjoying Talk CNY, consider leaving a quick review or five-star rating. 